the wheel of time turns. In the country of Gildan, four wanderers are blown together by the ice-cold winds of civil war. What hero's journey might the pattern weave on their noble path? Get a load of these ones! <laughs> this is Who's Taking Watch, a show where we play D&D in our favorite worlds to tell some improvised fan fiction. I'm Brad, your DM for this arc set in the world of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. With me is Zach, playing a surly sellsword with questionable social skills. My name is Dirk, son of Nanya, son of business. Michelle, playing Tao, a young boy who's trying to meet up with his literal brothers in arms. Eleven brothers and sisters, I'm very well versed in secrets. Marty as Paige, a charismatic herbalist looking for adventure. You expect me to tell you my life story when I've barely known you three days. And Victor as Lior, an ogier who's just trying to make sense of it all. We did nothing wrong. Really? Um, we killed someone. We? Mm, that's a very generous use of the word we. And yet, our heroes live in dark times. What are we going to do against the army of the Falls Dragon? He'll have nothing to fear from us just so long as he should walk in the light. Tal, get away! Trolloc! And I'll just charge. You just hear like a... Inside of your mind. So you guys are making your way to... This is gonna go so poorly. (laughs) Their path is lined with great triumph. Natural 20. (laughs) Tremendous tragedy. That is a natural 20. Oh, Oh, God. And whatever this is. We don't need certainty. We just need a knight. (laughs) <laughs> friggin' die. <laughs> oh, we're so far off the rails. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back on track as we turn the page and begin the first chapter of Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. Do you think the Dark One could be watching us? no intention of risking everything we've worked for. My abilities simply needed to be tested. Perhaps I should have held back. You bastard! You won't get away with this! And who is going to stop me? Suddenly, the dragon let out an incredible roar, not just emitting a booming sound, but an explosion of mist in its wake. What the hell? Enough! Diamond placed both his hands on the dragon, and she was quickly absorbed into his body. He immediately collapsed to the ground. Are you alright? I'm fine. I anticipated this. She only made things more difficult for us. Now the others know we're coming. But it will not matter. They can't stop us now. Diamond looked back over the decimated landscape, and for a brief moment, his eyes gave off a green glow as he and Sapphire vanished once again from sight. Long ago, the world was at war, but then the ten dragons arrived and changed everything. They brought peace to the world and gave us the gift of magic. Those who can use that magic are called sorcerers, but that is about to change. My name is Nova, and this is the story of how I became the first warlock. 
Warlock, Episode 13, in Darkest Dungeon. Go Class Red! As soon as they stepped through the portal, Class Red found themselves in a large, dark room. The smell of cold, wet stone permeated the air. As their eyes adjusted, they could begin to make out the other classes through the haze. I still can't see much. Briar, can you hand me a torch? Eh, it would be our luck that not a single one of us has dark vision. Here, this should do it. Briar lit up a torch as a few others around the room did the same. They began to get a better picture of the room they were in. It was a large, circular room, with tunnels and pathways heading off in different directions. Ominous sounds echoed down every hallway. Well, I guess we should just pick one, huh? Okay, let's see here. Eeny, meeny, miny. Rin, no, we should be careful about this. One of the classes began to run down a corridor, triggering a tile trap that opened the floor underneath them. They fell into darkness and vanished. (coughs) See? I'm sure this whole dungeon is littered with traps. Hey, no need to tell me twice. I'm not looking to fall down some spooky pit. Okay, so we'll just take it slow and make sure we keep our eyes peeled. We should probably take this slowly, too. Stop worrying and just move. We don't have all night. Delta. Uh, good luck, Ren. Uh, thanks. You too. Delta placed her hands on the other two members of Class Gold. As soon as they did, the three of them floated into the air like they weighed nothing. Brezia and Delta put their hands on Severina as a powerful gust of wind propelled them down the hall and into the darkness. We probably can't do anything like that, right? This dim light is really going to slow us down. Hey, Twinkles, can your glowy eyes do anything to help us? Hmm, let me find out. Elder Sight. Nova's eyes began to glow. Well, they don't help me see any better, but that wall is glowing at the edges. The wall? Which one? As Class Red walked over to the wall, the rest of the students began filtering down different corridors, leaving them alone in the room. Right here. This section. Looks like a normal wall to me. Very sneaky. Hang on. Let me test something. Briar outstretched her hand, and a small vine appeared out of her sleeve. When the vine would have touched the wall, it instead slipped right through. Seems safe enough. I can feel the floor is sturdy on the other side. Well, since nobody else is volunteering, I'll go first. Suddenly, the three of them felt an incredible amount of mist through their whole body. The distant sound of a roar echoing in the air. Well, what the hell was that? I don't know. Did everyone else feel that? Nova, we need to leave immediately. I can't leave right now. I'm in the middle of my exam. Suddenly, the voice of the headmaster could be heard echoing through the dungeon. We are currently investigating the source of the recent disturbance, but have concluded it was not in our immediate vicinity. Carry on with your exam. Do you know what that was? Yes, and it means something terrible just happened. I'm going to need you to make good on your end of the bargain. Look, I'll help you out as soon as I can, but I am not allowed to just leave. Besides, if I fail, I'm going to be stuck taking more classes to catch up, which is going to slow us down even more. Fine. But as soon as we're done here, you're helping me. Your efforts will be rewarded. Remember, I can take back my mist at any time. Are you talking to her right now? Huh? Oh, the lady. Yes. Does she know what that was? Apparently yes, but she's not being very helpful about it. 
the less you all know, the better right now. I'll inform you when the time is right. Uh. Fine. Let's just focus on this and we'll deal with her later. Wait, where's Ren? Ren poked his head back through the wall to where Briar and Nova were waiting. So we doing this dungeon crawl or what? I don't want that colossal windbag to get all the good stuff. Ugh, you dunderhead that could have been trapped. Well, it's clearly not. Come on. The two of them stepped through the wall into a well-lit hallway with what appeared to be three treasure chests at the end. That must be our reward for seeing through the illusion. Oh, hell yeah. You know this is going to be something good. Nova and Ren began running towards the chests. Slow down. We don't know if the hallway is trapped. As they reached the chests, Ren turned back to Briar. It seems safe to me. Please don't do that again. We need to treat every single room as if it is loaded with traps. Fine, fine. But now that we're here... Ren. All right, we can check them for traps first. I'll take the one on the right. Let me look at the center one. Just make sure you're very thorough. Mine looks safe. I don't see anything out of the ordinary. Hey, did they coat this chest in glue or something? Ren's hand was stuck to the top of the chest. Try as he might, he could not pull it off of the surface. As he struggled to break free, a purple maw filled with teeth opened from the chest. Multiple eyes staring up at him. Mimic! Ren, don't move. Don't move? What, you think I want to be stuck to some giant mouth? Take this. Taser grip! Ren struck the mimic with his free hand, giving it a jolt. But as his hand connected with the monster, it became stuck as well. I said don't move! All right, now this thing's pissing me off. Phoenix foot! Ren swung one of his legs into the mimic, again having no effect. Ren now balanced on one foot, trying to pull himself free. Stop touching it, you idiot! It's instinct, all right? Are you two going to save me or not? Briar, what do we do? Don't touch it. It'll stick to you. Yeah, I know that now. I'll try using an astral beam. Hold still, Ren! I'm trying, all right? This thing really likes to squirm. As Nova aimed her hand at the monster, Ren dodged as best he could, a huge purple tongue trying to pummel the trapped sorcerer. Hang on, let me help. Vine vines! Multiple vines came out between the stone tiles and wrapped around the mimic, binding it in place. Once it was secure, a vine came out of Briar's sleeve and wrapped around Ren's waist. Shoot it! Astral beam! A powerful beam hit the creature just as the vines from the floor let go. Briar pulling Ren away from it as it went flying into a wall. Ren shot back at Briar, knocking them both onto the floor. Ah! Uh, it's all close range, right? Am I the only one who read the monster manual? Yes. Ha <laughs> ha! I've got this then. Astral beam! Nova began blasting the mimic, and every time it would slide closer to her, the beam would push it farther away. Finally, the creature gave up on the trio, sulking into the darkness down the hall away from them. Oh, that was a close one. How's everyone doing? I'm fine. Just a little sore from that fall. Ren? Ugh, I think you might have popped my shoulder when you pulled me off of that thing. I don't have full range of motion in my arm anymore. Damn it. I hate to use a potion this early in the test, but it can't be helped. Briar began to unpack her things from her bag while Nova helped Ren take a seat against the wall. This is taking too long. Ren foolishly charged ahead, as usual, and now he is going to cause you to lose resources. Girl, put your hand on his shoulder. Why? 
I don't want to hurt it more. Just do as I say before I change my mind. Fine! Now I want you to use your astral beam and... What? No way! Noah quickly pulled her hand away from Ren's shoulder. You alright, Twinkles? Let me finish. I want you to use my mist in the same way you fire an astral beam, but think about shooting light rather than force. Does that make sense? I think so. Stop thinking and just do it. Nova placed her hand back on his shoulder, and a blinding light briefly appeared out of the palm of Nova's hand. Whoa, 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 what the hell are you doing? You're trying to turn me into a one-armed kind of... Wait. What the hell just happened? Ren stood and rotated his shoulder, the pain quickly subsiding with every second. Did you just... heal me? What was that? Did you do something to him, Nova? I... think I can heal people. And yourself, if you need it. But only a few times. It takes up a considerable amount of mist. And you're just telling me this now? I didn't feel like it before. And besides, I'm in a rush, so hurry up and get moving. Huh. That's some hat trick. You know, we probably could have used that when we were fighting Skarn! Nova's hand flew up and slapped Ren. Sorry, that wasn't me! Oh, I know. And one of these days, lady, you and I are gonna have a little chat. Nova's eyes turned dark as the lady began speaking through her. Oh, please. You think you're a threat to me, you little brat? Just give me a few more levels, you cranky hag. Hmm, a few more levels might make you a challenge to fight my pinky toe. Oh yeah? Let's see what you got right now. Enough! We need to get moving. I don't know what's happening, but if we stay here long, that mimic is probably going to come back. Let's just open the chests and keep going. Fine, but I get dibs on the loot. Back at the tower, the instructors each sat around a crystal ball, observing their students. Did Nova just blast Ren's arm back to normal? Looks like. I had no idea she had any kind of healing magic. Now you see, that's going to give her a nice little edge for this competition. How exciting. How is Class Blue doing? The two of them looked into the crystal ball at Rick's seat. Look, I'm telling you, this way is going to be faster. That tunnel smells absolutely rancid. Trust me, Kira, there is a 75% chance that we- Wait! Xander, I don't care about your dumb probability. I'm going this way. Uh, Sorry, Xan, but I need to make sure that Kira doesn't get into any more trouble. Are you seriously trying to split the party this early? Yep, that looks about right. Oh well, they'll be fine. I see Class Gold is already a fifth through the dungeon. That's incredible, Cerulean. They might break a record. I wish I could say I'm surprised, but this is just how they are. Nothing can stop them. If you think they're dazzling now, just wait until you see what they can do in a fight. Class Red may not be as flashy, but I know they're going to ace this. Just be careful, you three. In the treasure room, the three students approach the two remaining chests with caution. Well, at least we know the other two are safe, right? Let's crack those suckers open and see what we got. They open them to reveal two small items, a black figurine of a dog and a stone hand with arcane symbols carved into it. This can't be right. Just these trinkets. 
This is baloney. What, I get my ass kicked for a couple of paperweights? Can I have the dog statue? Ren handed Nova the statue. It was a small onyx statuette of a dog, a mastiff from what she could tell. It felt heavier in her hands than expected. What? Maybe this gives you, like, dog powers or something. Do you feel any different? Nova sniffed the air, followed by her listening as hard as she could. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, well, maybe they'll come in handy later. We are in a trap-filled dungeon, right? If that's all there is, we need to keep moving. I'm sure there's a lot of ground to cover. Yes, right. Oh, let's get going. Are you... you sure you're okay, Ren? Oh, I feel great. Whatever you did to me has me raring to go. I have a feeling that the rest of this dungeon is gonna be... The conversation was cut short by the sound of an incredible roar echoing down the hall. The three turned to look down the dark passage as a shiver shot up Nova's spine. Um, Briar? Do you know what kind of monster was that? I, I don't know. Hey, we got this, right? If we stick together, there's nothing we can't beat. Right. Come on, there's gotta be better loot down there too. There's no way they would fill this secret passage with garbage, right? The three carefully began to make their way down the passageway, cautious of the mimic they knew to be lurking nearby. One corridor became many, and Class Red found themselves navigating a labyrinth of stone. Each turn seemed to lead them back to the same point, and they were beginning to grow tired. All right, that's it. I officially hate puzzles. I mean, when are we ever going to be stuck in a maze in real life? People who want to keep meatheads away probably love them. Hey, I don't see you getting us out of here any sooner, Miss Daisy. Hey, both of you, you're not helping. Sorry. sorry. I'm sorry, Ren. I'm just tired. Nah, it's all right. I'd be more worried if you weren't giving me an attitude. I know this isn't exactly the safest place to rest, but I think we don't really have a choice. You're right. Until we get out of here, this is probably as good as any. Who wants the first watch? If it's all right with you, I'll take the last one. I'm more of an early riser than a night owl. I can take the first watch. I've got some energy still. Briar began to take the bedrolls out of their knapsack, while Wren used his legacy to warm some soup for the party. After a hot meal, Briar and Wren settled in for a long rest. You sure you're okay? I can... I got this, Briar. You've been doing so much, you should really rest. Thanks. Uh, good night. Night. You two can be quite awkward at times, can't you? Hey, leave us alone, alright? I think we might be her first real friends. The first ones who aren't afraid of her, anyway. Every relationship has a power dynamic, you know. It's best to keep that in mind when forming friendships. I bet you were pretty popular before you got trapped in that statue, huh? The real life of the party? I wasn't always like this, you know. That's the problem with immortality. You tend to get cynical after a while. Just how old are you? Older than the ground you're standing on. Wait, really? Girl, I have seen wonders your human mind could barely comprehend. If you knew the things I did, you wouldn't be so cheery all the time, either. Well, it wouldn't hurt for you to be a little nicer to me. Especially since I'm helping you, too. And that starts with you telling me what the hell is going on. 
Nova concentrated on the sound of the lady's voice and found herself back in the pocket dimension she resided in. How dare you intrude whenever you see fit? Is this any different from you taking over my body? If this is going to be a partnership, you need to give just as much as you take, got it? It seems to me you're the only one benefiting out of this relationship. You've yet to do anything to aid me. You're not stuck in that statue anymore, are you? You've done one thing to help me. I've done dozens. Well, you said you needed my help earlier. What do you need me to do so you'll get off my back? I suppose I'd need to tell you more eventually. You must seek a dragon orb for me. Uh, what? Have you never heard of a dragon orb? They're magic items linked to the soul of a dragon itself. Each dragon left one behind when they went into hiding. Went into hiding? What are you talking about? Don't you mean died? The dragons didn't die, girl. They've been here the whole time. And one just let out a cry for help. Or warning. Whichever it is, we need to find the red orb that will tip the scales in our favor. Wait, what? They're still alive? I can't speak for them all. But a few of them, at least. That's amazing! But wait, are they just hiding in their human form? I've been trapped in that statue for over a hundred years. I have no idea. That's why we need to find Reyna. I plan on giving her a piece of my mind that... I can't believe this! Oh, just wait till I tell the others! No, you mustn't tell them yet. It's for their own safety. Just tell them you need to do something for me when the time comes. Well, the sooner we get out of here, the faster I can help. So if you have any tips, now is the time to give them. That item you found will be very useful. Attune to it during your rest, and I will show you how to use it. It's called the Hand of Pursuit. Uh, how do I attune to something? Oh, do I have to tell you everything? Zarian truly is useless. Meditate with it, hold on to it, do whatever feels right. Nova opened her eyes and reached over to grab the stone hand. As she held on to it, it began to feel slightly warm to the touch. Well, it feels like something is happening. I wonder what this dog does. Focus. All right, all right. As she held the hand, Nova spent her watch listening down the halls for anything that might be approaching. But all she could hear were the distant sounds of a roar, followed by the echoing screams of a group of students. You can rest now, Nova. I've got it. Thanks, Briar. Nova quickly fell asleep under Briar's watchful eye, only to be awakened by Wren a few hours later. All right, rise and shine, Twinkles. We got company. Oh, uh, what's going on? Nova scrambled to her feet, and as her eyes adjusted to the torchlight, she could see dozens of ghouls walking down the path towards them. Uh, what do we do? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't freak out. We can handle them. They're just ghouls. As they prepared to fight, a light began to shine down the hall out of sight. Once the creature turned the corner, they could see it clearly. A giant skeleton with glowing red eyes, fire covering its entire body. Vine wall! Briar pushed her hands to the ground, and out of the cracks of the floor shot dozens of vines, forming a barricade between them and the undead. Use the hand! How? Hold it out and ask how to get out of here. Nova pointed the hand in the air and screamed. How do we get out of this maze? 
Suddenly, the hand extended its index finger and began to float in front of her. Follow that hand! What? Ah, come on, we can take them. I'm gonna freeze that burning bozo solid. A flaming skeleton has a challenge rating of seven. We need to move. Ugh, fine. The three began chasing the hand as they could hear the vine wall being ripped apart. As they approached two passages, the hand would quickly turn to direct them down the correct one, like a compass finding north. Eventually, the hand led them to a hallway with a dead end, the ghouls making noise in the darkness as they grew closer. What this stupid hand led us to a dead end? The passage began to glow as the flaming skeleton grew closer and closer. Suddenly, the hand pointed down to the floor. What is that supposed to mean? Just then, the floor opened up, sending the three students down into darkness, screaming. Ah! Nova's cloak turned into two large black wings as she glided down. She found herself floating down a smaller tunnel alone. As she reached the bottom of the pit, the tunnel curved and she found herself in a room with a single stone doorway carved with shapes in front of her. On the wall, she noticed a mural of intricate designs. I guess I'm on my own for this one. Nova put the hand into her pack, dusted herself off, and stepped towards the stone door. Meanwhile, near Oakvale, a figure pushed their way out of the woods and onto the edge of a cliff facing the city. He wore tattered robes and carried a long item wrapped in fabric. As the moon became visible from behind the clouds, light shined down on his face, illuminating him. He peered out over the city from two dark sockets, his red skull gleaming in the light. Nova Ravenwood, huh? Won't she be in for a big surprise? Warlock, Episode 13, in Darkest Dungeon. Go Class Red. Nova is voiced by Claire Clausen. Ren and Balthazar by Nick Akins. Briar by Jackie Webb. The Lady in Darkness by Tamara Deering. Kira by Shelby Hall. Xander by Jeremy Cobb. Savrina by Chris Gideon. Dust Bottle and Diamond by Brandon Meeks. Brizia by Matthew Quaddlebaum. Rick by Isaac Otterman. Flora and Saskia by Melinda Beck. Delta by Brianne Bushes. Cerulean by Neil Robertson. Caligari by D'Angelo Murillo. Zarian and Mendel by Zachary Burrell. The Traveler by Eric Jensen. Special thanks to Wizards of the Coast. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on your preferred platform. Check out our Patreon for early access, filler episodes, behind-the-scenes clips, and other bonus content. Link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Next time on Warlock. After being separated from her group, Nova finds herself trying to survive on her own while delving even deeper into the dungeon. Is this the end of the exam for Class Red? Episode 14, Nova's Trial. Next time on Warlock. Warlock.